0: Uh... I'm very snotty. I have terrible allergies. I huh. just take Allegra, so I shall be fine soon. Tis the season. Tis the season to be snotty. Shall we get Kraken? Yeah, let's do it, man.
1: Okay, welcome once again, listener, to another edition of Footy from the Foot, the podcast coming to you close to the home of football in San Diego, the Bluefoot Neighbourhood Bar and Lounge in the heart of San Diego's Glittering North Park. I'm your co-host, Paul Hutchinson, and I'm joined as ever by the miracle of the internet by the director of football at Bluefoot, uh, Rodney Styles. How are you doing, sir? Very good, Paul. How are you, my friend? Yeah, not bad at all, not bad at all. We got some footy back, didn't we? So that was that was nice. We'll, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about those two games that have uh, just gone midweek. week um, We'll also uh, do some uh, questions from the randomizer uh, We won't have a, a, a Mount Rushmore because I hope that we've got a, a special week this week. I was uh, lucky enough to... Uh, check in with all of the different supporters groups that watch their games at Bollyfoot and uh, we'll listen to some of their thoughts about the restart, how they feel their team is going to progress in these final few games and and it was really fun. So I I look forward to uh, hearing your reactions to those and, yeah, any other business and then we'll get out of your way. So it's a bit of a bumper one, really, uh, this week. We should uh, get cracking on it, really. Um, As always, we want you to get involved. Footy from the foot at gmail.com is our email address and at footy from foot on twitter and instagram and facebook we're on spotify itunes overcast and google play for your, all your previous podcast needs yeah rate review subscribe if you are uh, so inclined thank you to those people who have done that already our website is footy from the foot.com so yeah i think probably what we'd have to first of all uh, say is congratulations to Bayern munich who um, i don't row. for the road yeah, you've had some interaction with the with with Martin and others, I think. Haven't you? Yeah, I
0: joined the Zoom the Zoom meeting. I think with about twenty minutes of the games ago. So, um Made a celebrated spe- digitally with them and a couple of beers. So, yeah, that was fun. Excellent.
1: Made a yes. special guest appearance. Did you? Yeah.
0: Yes. Usually, I charge for these appearances, but um, I decided to waive my fee
1: this time. So. <laughs> That's very very charitable of you. <laughs> I think that the. The killer really was the win against Dortmund, wasn't it? Which was, we yeah. commented on a pretty poor game in actuality, but uh, that was really the the death knell for any kind of title race I think that was going to ever oh. happen. So yeah. congratulations to uh, Bayern Munich. Commiserations to Borussia uh, Dortmund, who also have uh, a supporters group at, at Bluefoot. So sorry about that, Kim. She can now uh, concentrate on, uh, on Leicester now. And, yeah, yeah, worry about that team. But yeah, I, I, I mean... After they've got the new manager in, they've uh, been absolutely unplayable really, haven't they, Bayern Munich? Like, Scoring oh, more than three goals a game, and yeah, it's ridiculous. Absolute machine. Yeah. Frighten, frighten. Well deserved, yeah, so um, congratulations to them. And then we did, we actually had some football, and <laughs> goal line technology was probably the theme of the first absolute barn burner between <sighs> Villa and and Sheffield United, wasn't it?
0: Unbelievable decision, like, <laughs> the ball was so far over the line. Um, we I kind could of rolled it up against the back of the post, didn't we? It was ridiculous. Did he have magnets in his gloves to stop the uh, feed to the, to the referee's watch? It, there's something wrong there, man.
1: It wasn't because he had hold of the ball that, that, that the actual cameras weren't able to pick up the spherical nature of the ball or something. And, uh, oh, what
0: a load of rubbish.
1: Then they should go to VAR. That's <laughs> what it's for. There should be some sort of uh, yeah backup provision, I think, if, uh, if that's not going to be able to be. Because it's a shame, like, goal goal line technology seemed to be the one that that was locked in the best. Terrible. But, hey, what's his face? Um, Chris Wilder was interviewed, I think, afterwards, once he said, it's halfway into the whole end. (laughs) 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 he said that was a good line. (laughs) Oh,
0: brilliant. Well, that sort of scuppers their sort of Champions League run now, doesn't it? It doesn't really help Villa at that point either. They remain second off bottom. That's right, yeah. But um, it was funny that it only took a few minutes for... Football to feel like it's never been away. <laughs> uh, no.
1: Yeah, Get wound up by. Techno. Oh
0: my god! I'm screaming at the TV. Um, <laughs> and we had a fun game. The second game was fun. I quite enjoyed the second game. It was in between Man City and. Oh yeah, I mean.
1: Oh, I- Arsenal, Arsenal, yeah, that team from North London. I'm surprised you found any joy in in this game. I've got to say, but. Uh,
0: yeah. Oh, I was so happy. So, uh, David Louise, thank you for coming on and stepping up like that. That was. Um, he just didn't look asked, did he? He's like I just, I just needed a good laugh yesterday and he provided it. I didn't have to put any comedy shows on. It was just like what a performance, dude. Come on. <laughs> he even looked, when he even got the red card, he looked like, Oh well, whatever, see you later. He came
2: all
1: like he, he kind of like I think he was glad really that he was he wasn't playing like oh. in the starting eleven. Then he had to come on because it was the second of two injuries that Arsenal had. Yeah. And then but like that ball through he just, it just wasn't concentrating, was he? Simple as that. Sterling. Well, Collard was Sterling. a little harsh, to be fair. Uh, the straight. The, the straight. Yeah, I don't know. He's super old school, isn't he? I think that he has grown up being able to do that, and now you're not allowed to do that because if the ref doesn't catch you and sends you off, then the the, the TV cameras do.
0: Yeah, um, true, so true. He's learned his lesson. I'm just disappointed he's going to miss the next game.
1: <laughs> yeah maybe you should appeal the red card
0: yeah. <laughs> please play come on
1: <laughs> oh my god so yeah and, and now i think they're, they're struggling for center arms now aren't they um, i mean they've always been struggling for center arms let's be honest about that but, but they all definitely, well. were definitely arsenal work like uh, I, I just don't think he picked the right team urzel not in a 20-man squad no, and 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 having had three months to sort out any kind of differences seems um, a weird one to me. I don't know what's going on. So. Well,
0: immediately it looks like there's so many fractures at that club. It's like I don't know. It's like it's been frozen. It's like being put in a hibernation for three months. That club. It's just been warmed up, and everybody just going, "What the hell?" And yeah, you got a yeah. who wants a contract or wants to go. Lacazette's not happy, and he's smoking bloody helium balloons. Was it he was doing? This is what going to Arsenal does for your mental state. I'm so glad um, I'm a Tottenham fan, but um, (laughs) wow, it comes to this. Ozil tweeted this morning, kissing his badge, saying he loves the club and everything. So he's causing trouble now because he was left out of the squad. That's obviously a reaction Mm -hmm. to um, Arteta. You've got a coach in Arteta who, let's get it right, could probably be a really good coach if he's given time. It's possibly the wrong club for him.
1: Well, he's, he's throwing his weight around, and I don't think anyone seems to be appreciating that, really, do they? Uh, no, kind of responding to it. It looks to me. If we're getting this wrong, by the way, like please let us know. Like, um, yeah. putty from foot. Yeah. Like, it just from the outside in, it looks pretty uh, ropey right now for for Arsenal. So
0: yeah, and I'm not just saying this because I'm a Tottenham fan. It, it, literally, I've got like impartial head on. I'm just like looking at it, thinking to myself, if this was my club, I'd be really worried right now.
1: I thought you were going to say, some of my best friends are Arsenal fans.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I
0: want them to, I want a rivalry with this club, though. Do you know what I mean? I don't want Spurs to keep finishing above them like we have been doing for the last two or three seasons. Dig, dig, dig. I want a nice top four rivalry with this horrible club, but I don't see it coming anytime soon. Look at Chelsea, they completed the signing of uh, Werner today from Leipzig. Is that right?
1: Yeah.
0: The Arsenal making any um, purchases like that in the near future? Well,
1: I mean, they hope that they're going to hang on to a but if they've no European football, there is absolutely two hopes of him hanging around uh, next year. If, uh, it's
0: his birthday today as well. He's 31, so happy birthday. I like the fact he took the day off before his birthday as well
1: last night. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Sorry. so, yeah.
0: I can that's go all day this. <laughs> <laughs>
1: the agenda, that's good. We've, we've, we've <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I can go all day. Uh, the other thing I wanted to mention as well before we move into the uh, random questions was uh, Marcus Rashford, leader of the opposition. Good on him, making the uh, Prime Minister U-turn about feeding vulnerable children of the summer. Uh, yeah,
0: well done thing. Oh, amazing, amazing.
1: Amazing, absolutely. Yeah. Did him like a kipper in a... Rashford, brilliant stuff, and uh, brilliant. yeah, good on him, and uh, yeah.
0: I so. hope oh, he has a terrible time tomorrow. But, um... thing, yeah,
1: he's making it super hard to hate United, isn't he? So I, I, I'm not sure how how on board I am with that situation, but uh, yeah, uh, yeah, good on him. For all of He's that. Also
0: on my fantasy draft team as well, which makes it even worse. I got Kane up front and Rashford. Great. <laughs> well,
1: you did that to yourself. That's uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> but apparently, Kane's starting tomorrow. Uh, Mourinho said.
1: Well, we'll get into um, like reviewing all of the, the, the games yeah. a little bit later on. But uh, that's that's good news from a uh, Spurs point of view. All right, should we uh, get into the uh, the whole randomizer thing?
2: Let's do it.
0: number buck
1: <laughs> 16 question 16 which is great goals from unlikely sources well i'll will kick us off because, kick it off kick it off uh, i my one and only game involving uh, or watching live a mls team was when i w- went to and see the sounders play in seattle and it was the concacaf champions league game between them and Tigress. and they were 2-0 down at, um, after the first leg, second leg at home. And Jimmy Triori, remember him, that used to play for for Liverpool? Yeah. He was making his debut for Seattle that, that night. And he scored an absolute blinder from about 35 yards out of volley. Um, Seattle gone to actually win the game and go through to the next round. He was the one that couldn't control his feet against... Uh, Against Burnley in the in the cup that that time, I don't even remember it. <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah. They do a
1: crouched turn on the on the goal line, but then yeah, absolutely spanked one on um, against Tigris. Uh, absolutely brilliant goal. I, I'll, I will link to that because it is a cracker. Daddy Rose. There you go.
0: Arsenal first kick of the game, and he scores a blinding volley from about twenty-eight thirty yards. Do you remember that one? I do remember that one. Was that his debut too? That was his debut. Can you believe that? Seven minutes. In, I think it was seven minutes into the game as well. The ball comes down to him and he just hits it first time. all he's straight in. It. it was just, yeah, what a <laughs> debut! Yeah, against us. I mean, yeah, what a debut. I mean, <laughs> does it get any better? than that?
1: <laughs> Oh, I mean, it probably didn't, did it? Uh, it like no, it didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now he's up in uh, Newcastle. What a goal.
0: It was a cracking.
1: Problem. Please, if you have suggestions for uh, goals from unlikely sources, please let us know at Footy From Foot. Let's try another question. <laughs> Uh, 14 this time. Favourite moment of redemption?
0: I mean, redemption. I'm not sure if this is redemption, but I love the way David Beckham came back from after he got sent off in the World Cup. They were hanging effigies of him and everything, and he was probably going to be number one, wasn't he? Let's get it right. Yeah, yeah. The way he didn't allow it to affect his career, he actually became a better player, I Mm -hmm. think.
1: It kind of um, came to a head uh, during the, the next World Cup where he scored that penalty against Argentina, didn't he? In the, in the group yeah. stages and, uh, yes. I mean, yeah, brilliant.
0: Full circle. So, yeah, that, that, I probably that's my moment, yeah. It's him, his career.
1: Went into that game, 2002, against Argentina, thinking we were going to get absolutely massacred. But um, Michael Owen tripped over his own feet and uh, Beckham slotted the penalty away, didn't he? He sure. so, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> it's Pochettino took Owen down.
1: Right, I think it was. Yeah, I think you're right.
0: Be, I might be wrong on that. So yeah.
1: Also, um, redemption. Stuart Pearce scoring his penalty against uh, Spain in the yeah a penalty shootout in the Euros '96 after like putting one into orbit in the 1990 semi-final shootout against Germany. Yep. And he goes absolutely back. Crazy, isn't he? That's uh,
0: <laughs> it's a great pose, isn't it? It's a great
1: pose, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Spanked <laughs> it home. We were useless in that game, by the way. We should have lost that game. I think Spain had an offside goal disallowed, don't they? Oh, well,
0: it was onside,
1: and it was, yeah, it perfectly
0: bad. We were terribly like it. you yeah. know. We look at 96 euro 96 with these rose tinted glasses, but mm-hmm. we pretty poor against Switzerland. The opening game, we were pretty poor against Scotland. We remember it for the Gaza goal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to be fair, the yeah. Holland game obviously was amazing. But Spain, yeah, we were lucky against Spain, and then obviously we lost to Germany in Poland, uh, Yeah,
1: the final one of the moments of redemption. I think the uh, after Ronaldo was dropped from the original starting lineup in the World Cup final in '98, oh, then remember? was restored into the starting eleven and didn't play well. Did he? They got beat three nothing to to France that year. Oh. But the fire at uh, the next World Cup, two thousand two, and uh, yeah, he, he was on fire that in that World Cup yeah. and, uh, and got his got his World Cup title. So I think that was a, a big turnaround as well. At, uh,
0: totally. That was moment. a nasty moment in football ninety eight though, because apparently the guy was having seizures.
1: Yeah, oh yeah, remember all this? And um, I think Nike
0: they more or less forced him to play them. They what oh, I read gosh. about it.
1: Whether well, the, that's the conspiracy theory going around, wasn't it? Yeah,
0: totally. And you saw him on the pitch. It was hot. it was like he was punch drunk.
1: Didn't play well, did he? And I think yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't well. I think he'd been taken to hospital before that, hadn't he? And in 2002, he uh, was able to put all that right. Nice World Cup title. Uh, yeah, with the rest of his Brazilian teammates. And one of the greatest strikers ever. Indeed, so. We'll do one more question. I think. <laughs> An unpopular opinion you hold.
0: To the Arsenal fans, is that Spurs are better? But um, <laughs> I've got an unpopular opinion. Go oh, up. you've got you've got loads. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I think my my most unpopular opinion with you is that I believe Deli Alley is. I'd rather keep Deli Alley at Spurs than Son. So
1: <laughs> yeah, no, that's just a wrong opinion. I don't know whether it's an unpopular. Opinion. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's an interesting one. I mean, yeah, I, I don't see that myself. But yeah, you're a huge fan of uh, Deli Alley over. Son aren't
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah, I just think he's a good player. I just think he's a great player. And I think what he achieved at such a young age as well scoring over fifty goals from midfield is is impressive. He makes some really bad decisions in his personal life. But you've got to remember where this kid came from as well. And I think longevity, he could be a great player up until his like mid thirties. So
1: because he's not facing speed or anything. Yeah, well, that's the thing. If he just had half a yard more pace, I think he'd be absolutely deadly. That's uh, the thing with him. I think maybe, like you say, later on in his career, where maybe he's got the experience and the, the first yards in the head and all that sort of thing.
0: Mourinho can do with him what Mourinho did with Lampard. Do you know and, what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah. you saw that little spark when Mourinho came in, beginning, you know, in the middle of the season, and he yeah. scored something like four goals in four games, nearly. Yeah. Then he goes off the boil again.
1: I, there yeah. was that brilliant moment as well, uh, like the improvised moment where he was on his backside and put the ball through. Um, I think, was that in the Champions League or something? No, it was West Ham. West Ham,
0: Okay. First game, he was on the sideline and he flicked the ball. And um, he's got that about him, though. That's why I like him so much. Yeah, I know Son's a great player. Longevity, and I just like the way he plays. I like the way he plays. All
1: right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't think refs uh, should have to look at the screen after a VAR decision. I don't think that that... I think that's just purely theatre. If they are truly working as a team, as an officiating team, this sort of idea of it being confirmed by the on-field ref means that there's a hierarchy of like. Ultimately, this is the decision that um, they go with. If they're working, I mean, you don't get that in cricket. You don't get that in rugby union. Like, if the if the decision is made by the TV refs, they just go with it. Like, okay, yeah, that. I think there's a lot of face saving that's trying to happen with, uh, ego. with this too isn't it's there. Not so, ego. I like everyone's oh he should have gone and had a look at that himself and, and made a ruling on his, yeah on his own like off his own bat. Like if you're working together, you're working together. And my other one is that the uh, the football Fever pitch film is a terrible movie. Like I know people really like that and I think that the baseball version of Fever Pitch is a better movie than the the, the football one. Because Colin Firth in that is an absolute like wet fart who like doesn't deserve a nice girlfriend in my opinion and uh, yeah it's, it's it's he's so hey, in that movie I just uh, ugh, I just can't I can't abide it. Yeah, yeah. It's about a
0: terrible team as well.
1: Yeah, so there you go. That's my other unpopular opinion. All right, we'll we'll move on from there to yeah. previewing some of the. Um, is that right? Yeah, we'll move on from there and we'll preview some of uh, the games coming up this week because it's actual football. Hey! Okay, well, welcome back. And I uh, spent the last couple of days um, speaking with James from the SD Wolves, Marissa from SD Gooners, uh, Christy from the Manchester City Sporters Group, Chris of SD Foxes, and Simon. From the SD villains, I got them to like talk a little bit about what they think their team should be achieving and uh, yeah, their prospects going forward. Yeah, it was it was really fun to see everyone's faces and uh, yeah, did it over over Zoom over the last couple of days uh, before the start uh, of the season. Um, and so yeah, it was it was nice to catch up with everybody. I spoke first with Christy from the San Diego Manchester City supporters group. How
5: are you? I'm all right. It's so nice to see you. Oh my god, your hair is gone.
1: Uh, yeah, I, I, I did that yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> <I can't... laughs> yeah. We're going to get trip. another
5: one of those heat waves soon, and it's going to feel great when it happens.
1: Yeah, it's definitely a summer cut, isn't it? Without any doubt. How have you been, anyway? Have you been uh, keeping all right? Every time I see you on yeah. the uh, uh, on social media, you've been relaxing in a hammock with a with a cat and a cocktail. So uh, I think you've been mm. leading the that
5: way. Is, I I have been trying to do that to keep my sanity. I mean.
1: But we've actually got football coming back. We do have football coming back. (laughs) That's, I mean, that's that's great. How are you feeling about it? Are you kind of ready, or are you like "Mm, who cares?
5: My opinion changes every five minutes. Honestly, at the base level, yes, I'm very excited. I'm ready for it. I'm bored. I find. Bundesliga very soothing in that I fall asleep during most of the matches I try and watch.
1: <laughs> ASMR is it for you? Okay. I mean,
5: honestly, I'm, I'm ready for football that I actually care about. We know it's gone. Right. But I do find myself looking forward to the idea of FA Cup and Champions League resuming because they mean something. I also, I mean, I am looking forward to the remainder of the season in that I'd been supposed to fly over for the last match of the season because i wanted to attend david silva's last city match Ah. he is still he signed an extension through this but he is still leaving after this season wraps up whenever it wraps up so that's that's gone but i am sort of looking forward to see what happens with fa cup and champions league
1: right because at least we have chances left there for with Champions League especially, I think they're contemplating a almost tournament-style uh, conclusion to that, aren't they? I think once they've in got... In Lisbon, ready- yeah. Yeah.
5: I mean, and Lisbon is the perfect place. My, I've been sort of monitoring Lisbon because my best friend lives there and has for the past decade. And it's sort of the perfect location for it. I, it's got two good stadiums that are in close proximity to each other. I mean, honestly, yeah, the plan makes sense to me.
1: Probably Champions League for for cities like the probably the the main thing and probably was at the start of the season honestly as well wasn't
5: it? Yeah, I mean honestly, it's the one thing that's missing from the trophy. That, that sounds so egotistical, but it is. It's the one thing that's missing from the trophy case right now. Yeah, and it's the one thing that I would like to see some of our older players who aren't going to be with us much longer achieve in
1: their career and um do you know of like uh, the squad is everybody kind of up and running and fit and all that kind of thing? everybody
5: is up and running i i our squad is in better shape than they've been all season long because of course we lost Sane at the community shield and he's back and fit how much longer he stays with us is anybody's guess i mean i would love to see him stay but i don't really see it Laporte is fit and training again. Um, Mendy true. is fine at the moment. That always lasts for about five minutes. We'll take the five minutes we can get from him. Yeah.
1: So. This, this social distancing has been great for Mendy. Like no one can get anywhere near him to like injure him. So, exactly. Yeah. I
5: just imagine him like wandering around his neighborhood in one of those big zorb balls.
1: Right. Are you kind of trying to get people together for games at all on Zoom or whatever? I.
5: I'm. I'm. We've got a weird schedule to start with. Our first couple of matches are weekday matches. I'm looking at the first weekend match. I haven't talked to the guys yet, but I thought that I would see if anybody wants to do a Zoom call-in for the first weekend match and see if we could get a bit of a group together to just hang out online.
1: I think uh, just to kind of round up, I think probably City's um, main focus is going to be Champions League. And, make, mm-hmm. and and basically rotating the squad, I suspect in in the in the league, not getting yeah. their major players injured for, which I assume, is an end of season competition. Hopefully, maybe in in, in Lisbon, I think so. Yeah, no, no, no,
5: it right. does mean that there's a lot to watch while trapped in the house for the rest of the summer.
1: Well, that was the thing. I mean, we should have had um, Euro 2020 happening this week at the beginning. Exactly, a Euros this this week, isn't it? But never mind. Um, who's City got in the, the FA Cup, by the way?
5: Yes, I believe I saw on our our schedule that we're playing Newcastle twice, so that would have to be what's All happening right. yeah and we had a hard time away with it at them away this fall. I was there. It was a really ground out draw
1: that's right, yeah I th- it's gonna be strange with the whole um, empty stadia thing and uh, yeah not, you know there isn't such a thing as a home advantage anymore but uh, yeah exactly. Real, well thank you so much I really appreciate thank you doing this in,
5: uh, my pleasure it's so good yeah. to see your face my friend uh,
1: and, and you yeah I wish you all the very best for the rest of the season mm-hmm. and hopefully by thank the year, at some point we'll, we'll actually do this be able to do this in person perfect absolutely all
5: right. all right sweetie. I will talk to you later
1: thanks so much all right take care and stay okay. care you too all right Bye. I spoke then with Simon from the San Diego Aston Villa group. Here he is. Hi, hi. hey Paul. How are you doing? I'm doing all right, mate. You By myself. <laughs> yeah, not too bad. Bearing up. Let's, uh, yeah? Have you uh, have you had much chance to be out and about? So have you got back to it regarding? Work? Yeah, yeah, not. Um, I'm working from home a bit more than I normally would, but uh, good. Yeah, no complaints, to be honest. So I've been very, very fortunate. Good to hear. Excellent stuff. I don't think I've seen you since um, you um, were on your trip over to watch the uh, the League Cup final. So I've yeah. I don't yeah, know. yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah was, <laughs> got that uh, on the wire, didn't you? That was uh, that was good. I yeah, I
3: was actually uh, pleasantly surprised to be honest. I, uh you know, I mean, I, we were going over there expecting to get completely whitewashed, and uh, right. I thought we put up a decent uh, account of ourselves, to be honest.
1: Yeah, I mean, you definitely got a run for your money, didn't you? I think with. Uh...
3: And yeah, we had a good weekend. It was
1: good. And uh, well, your uh, Villa are one of the teams that have got like their makeup games because of that game, aren't they? Uh, like midweek, they're starting up a bit earlier than everybody else. So yeah,
3: yeah, we get that uh, that the first game out of the shoot. Yeah, so it's uh, going to be interesting. A lot of people will be taking interest in us for once, I think, because it is the <laughs> first game. But uh, yeah, the uh, big big game for us. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Massive, isn't it? Really, I mean, like Sheffield United, who've like done really well they, this season, and you would have been playing them in the Championship last year. But the start of the season, you sort of hear, this is one of the games to, to get a win, would not you?" I suppose, but uh, yeah, you would have done.
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean, they talk about overachieving, you know. As far as uh, you know, what Chris Wilder's done there, it's it's amazing. I think he's a cracking manager, to be honest
1: seriously yeah are you have you kind of organized well i think you've, you've organized uh, trying to get over to shakespeare i think have you for uh, for the game
3: yeah yeah there'll be a few of us down there because with them being open yeah so we uh i, I touch base with the arsenal lads too and uh, they sort of put it out there too for theirs so because they play right after us so
1: that's right yeah yeah they're playing city aren't they after after your game yeah so, um how are you feeling about it are you kind of like glad it's back or i mean at least it's not you know like hopefully you are know, given the opportunity now to, to not at least be relegated by like points per game or whatever the hell. You know? Yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll,
3: we'll earn the right to relegation. <laughs> <laughs> and which is, I mean, which is the way you want it, you know. I mean, exactly, if, yeah. if we don't deserve to be in the league, you know, it should be on the merits of our, or lack of merits of our performance, you know. Yeah. Um, I feel, I feel the break might help us. Um, I don't know if we'll stay up. But I think the way we were playing before the, you know, the stoppage occurred, we were, we were definitely doomed. I just don't, I didn't see us pulling ourselves out of it. Now that we've got the squad healthy, January signings, have obviously been able to train with the squad a lot longer. They hadn't really gelled um, at yeah. the time. The kids are I don't think we'll do it. I honestly don't. But I feel we've got a, more of a fighting chance now than we would have done if the season had proceeded through.
1: Have you had a look at like your, your fixtures and whatever? You? Are you kind of what what are they every looking? day?
3: Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've been there so many times. Really, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I,
3: in fact, I was just I was just jotting them down, and it's it's hard to see where the points will come from. Um Wednesday's game is massive, obviously, for both teams. To be honest, I mean, it's they're they're knocking on the door for European places, so and they'll, they'll be it, up for it. They win there, their,
1: their game. yeah, that would beat you. Yeah. Um, but yeah.
3: if if we can somehow pull out three points on Wednesday, it would jump us up to 16th place from from 19th. So it's, it's a big swing, this game in hand. I really don't know how it's going to shake out with no crowds. I mean, it's a home game. We do play better at home with the, with the big crowd behind us, but
1: um, it'll be
3: interesting to see,
1: yeah. Well, that's the thing. I'm, I don't know whether, I mean, if you've been following any of the, the Bundesliga, the, the home advantage is almost kind of like totally disintegrated. It's sort of nullified, yeah. So maybe that might be an advantage. I mean, maybe you'll still have the sort of home advantage, but also maybe feel better playing away from home or something. I don't know. But uh, Yeah, I
3: mean, we, you know, we play Liverpool away. Um, yeah. It will be after they've clinched, you would think. Yeah. And it'll be in an empty stadium. Who knows? You know, you just yeah. never know.
1: Throw the kids out, might they? Yeah, absolutely. Get them. People that are on the bubble for getting a, a championship medal gets gets to play, don't they? Yeah, all of that sort of stuff. Yeah,
3: you, you just yeah, you never know. I mean, but looking at our list. I mean, going and I said this many times before the stoppage occurred. I couldn't see where the points would come from. Now I look at it and I feel a bit more optimistic because you just <laughs> yeah. don't know what's going to happen. You know?
1: Absolutely. I mean, yeah, yeah, taking the Bundesliga as a, an example, really, that some of the teams. do I mean, as as long as you kind of uh hit the ground running a little bit. I think that's a that's a big advantage. If you're ready, like uh, yes. a lot of the top the top clubs. I work. mean let's
3: let's be honest. I mean since the stoppage we we've had what two and a half, three months to prepare for this Sheffield United game. Yeah. So there's no excuses. <laughs> All the videos have been more <laughs> plan wise, <But>, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: But um I like I said, I, I feel more confident now than I did um, when yeah, when the stockage occurred, so uh, we'll see. I mean, you never know. It's uh, right.
1: stranger yeah. things have happened. I'll thank you, uh, Sam, for uh, being willing to do this, and hopefully, yeah. yeah, maybe at the end of the season, we'll get like a like a round table thing going if you're uh, willing to do that. Yeah, I'd love to. I think that'd be a great idea. Yeah, Really, Yeah, yeah. Uh, hopefully that will be around a, a table or a, a, a blue foot or. This kind of thing and and so yeah that'll, that'll yeah fingers crossed it will be face to face but uh, yeah whichever way we'd be oh, happy to do it great to see you pal and uh, i'm glad everything's going well and uh yeah uh, best luck to villa for the rest of the season cheers all right see you soon take care bye 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 next marissa from the sd gunas Hi Marissa, thank you very much for doing this, I appreciate it.
4: No problem, nice haircut.
1: Oh thank you, yeah, no, it, uh, it was, <laughs> I was trying to trim it and then it kind of went a little awry and then I'm like, oh, okay, well that's when I okay. have to come off.
4: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <it's a> <laughs> that's cool.
1: So what I was just, I don't, um, the idea was just to kind of check in with all of the different groups just to see what to, the, the how they were feeling about the, the restart of the season, mm-hmm. having their own clubs and what have you, so. How are
4: you feeling about it? Uh, I'm, I'm excited to see more of what Arteta has put into place.
1: Yeah.
4: I think we got a good amount of that um, before everything shut down. So um, I wonder if they'll get right back into it. Um, I remember when he, his first game after he I, – I noticed a distinct difference in how everyone was playing and passing, and there was, like, some – some real aggressiveness with it um so hopefully i can see that again uh, i'll be encouraged by that yeah. that um he was able to still instill those values or the tactics during training but also when people were off um i wonder how the players really did their training like when during this lockdown you know if they were like keeping fit um i know terreira has like He posted a picture on Instagram where he's like all fit and cut. And I'm like, "Uh, okay, like (laughs) this is like completely different than what he's, you know, what he had been before. So I'm like, okay, is that going to benefit him? Like how is that going to change the game? So I think it's going to be a little bit different.
1: From, you know, talking to other uh, groups, we've we've talked about the idea of uh, hitting the ground running really. Like if you've watched any of the Bundesliga, it seemed like lots of teams – Really struggle to get going, like in the first right. couple of games. But right. if um, if your kind of base fitness is is up there, because I've, I've been hearing a lot about that, there's a lot of uh, talk about Arsenal being like super fit coming back into all of this. Lots of talk of maybe trying to reach the um, um, the top four. Is is that something you see as? Uh, <laughs> for the benefit of the tape, uh, Marissa is uh, holding up her fingers in a crossed motion.
4: <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know like um, I don't have any expectations I think I just want to see football back I want to see how he is as a coach I you know I did a lot of I guess it gave me an opportunity to really connect more with the club and the history which I you know had been lacking I guess when you watch games like each week like you get your fix, you watch your highlights and, you know, whether right. they win or lose right into the next week. Right. So you're not able to learn and go back and learn about different styles and like who these players are, or why, why Arsenal and all that stuff. So um, it's a really That's cool time to kind of learn more about the club and history. And being that i just got back from there, like right before COVID hit, well, COVID was still in London when, I was. well, it was yeah. in London when I was there. No. Um, you know, it's just kind of like, okay, now it's like I see the club through a different lens.
1: Is, is has there been anything particularly interesting that you've uh, found out?
4: So I watched uh, a documentary, um, it was a YouTube video on David Rocastle and Ian Wright, uh yet last weekend and it was like, you know, their their story, they're from South London, same area, different paths, but then they both ended up at the same club and I was surprised to learn that Ian Wright wasn't like uh, like a phenom star, like in the Arsenal, like you know trajectory, because he's such a big star now. So it was really just interesting because one, it gives you history. So you know, I mean, a lot of people give me crap about like not knowing a lot. I'm like, I've only been watching the club for six years, so yeah. I know like six years of of players. But then you know, now I'm like, okay, now I know a little bit more, a little bit more history and. Yeah. yeah,
1: that's brilliant. What what an interesting way of using the, the the lockdown. I like that a lot. That's good. Yeah. What do you think then for Arsenal? Do you um, just above Tottenham? Is that is that uh, your always?
4: Is <laughs> <laughs> yeah, always the goal? Yes. Right. Okay. The, you know, fourth place would be nice. I uh, think. The players like Abamyang. I know that he's up, you know, potentially not going to be back with the team. So it'll be interesting to see how he plays because he's definitely a key player in that. And if
1: yeah, uh, Um and also I didn't realize he's, he's in his early thirties, isn't he, Abamiang. So yeah, like,
4: what's
1: a like a, a final big move? Then it's probably around about this sort of time. I th- yeah, I think European football at the very least I think for uh, Abamyang, Tang mm-hmm. around in, in my opinion but I don't know
4: there's been some chatter what he's said on like some other podcasts and leaving it up to Arsenal and maybe getting different players or not necessarily just relying on him and I don't know if we'll see how that Ed, affects Ed, you've you got
1: all. your Martinelli you, as sort of probably heir apparent haven't you there
4: young guys um, Eddie mm-hmm. and Martinelli and Saka Suck. Yeah, at
1: the, back that at the that minute, but yeah, uh, I think he's more of an attacking uh, player, yeah. isn't he? Uh, given the circumstances, but yeah,
4: David Luis is like in the back, old and I don't know. Like I'm just kind he's of doing like, David like, Luiz
1: things, uh, just at the back there. Yeah, head, so yeah. yeah right. exactly. real <laughs> <laughs> well, And before I let you go, um, do you want to plug your because you've been doing Yeomans work? You've had one, or two games to comment on the SD loyal. Yeah. season, But you've continued doing the, the, the podcast, the Fair Weather yeah. podcast, so. Fairweather
4: Podcast. yeah, the Fairweather Podcast has been really um an outlet just to you one grow the the San Diego soccer community. Um in addition to, you know, the, the trivia that you and I and Paul do every week. Um, it's really kind of kept up the enthusiasm for soccer locally, but also, you know, as a community. So yeah, the Fairweather Podcast is um, dedicated to San Diego Loyal and, you know, without matches to talk about, we've actually covered some really heavy topics, especially considering what's going on in today's world. Um, we talked, you know, uh, how the U.S. Women's National Team is being affected by that. You know, we had a whole show dedicated to Black Lives Matter and you can find us on YouTube and Twitter and all your podcast platforms, fair, and Twitter is fair underscore pod.
1: Thank you. And yeah, I appreciate your uh, taking the time out of your uh, busy work day today to okay. speak yeah. with us. Take care. I'll see you later. Yeah. All right. This is James of the San Diego Wolves. Yeah. I can't wait. Well, that's going to be weird, though. Well, and not only, like, Wolves got, like, Premier League, and you know you you sort of up there, sort of challenging for Europe again. But also you've got you've actually got Europe, haven't you, as well? So
2: you, you yeah, there's know, two there's two fronts, and it's like um, I don't know, what's the best angle of attack to try and get into the Champions League, right? Because there's yeah. two fronts you can have a go at. For me, it's never ever how you start, and we started really badly. But it's always how you finish, mm-hmm. and and I think that helps in a lot of ways. If we can finish strong, it's about who we can retain. As players and then who we can attract as players as well you know okay. so um, yeah. there's an element of we need to really finish strong but it's going to be really weird. The,
1: for the Champions League they're thinking of doing like a tournament thing aren't they? It is, same like, thing. I
2: think it's the same thing mate yeah right because for the, the Europa I think
1: yeah because originally the final was going to be in Gdansk was it and now they're thinking of doing I, I, I'm not sure where they're planning that competition but that's that's fun isn't it that
2: i like i love like 200 amazing like imagine if you could actually go and well yeah. you're not gonna be able to go no but I, but I bet there's a lot of fans that do try and travel i don't know it depends on whether you can actually fly right as regards
1: kind of like league currently you're kind of like just on the bubble <coughs> uh, with champions league aren't you but like well in the mix certainly for europa have you had it's a- going to be
2: fun, mate. It's going to be fun, and like the um, mentioned the Arsenal game. But you know what I'm really upset about as as we look as I look at the first three games. So um, at, I think our second or our third game is Villa away. Oof. So there's, there's there's like two Bluefoot derbies: There's the Arsenal game on the fourth of July, which I talked about, but then there's the Villa game, and I I don't know I, I can't remember the date. It's soon, but it's four thirty a.m. Oh, really? I, know, I think it's a Saturday. It must be a Saturday. It's yeah. either a Saturday or a Sunday. I can't recall. That's so. That's. that's so I just wonder if Chad would be up for it, Chad. If you're listening, <laughs> draw, yeah. me, draw me a text, mate. <laughs> Jeez, that'd be fun.
1: Shakespeare are open, aren't they? For uh, I think there's a, a little. Are they? Open. Are they? Wow. Well,
2: because yeah. yeah. I think I've I've missed everybody totally. I've totally missed everybody and, and going to the pub and. Yeah, and and you know just the banter, right? Which is I've really missed that. Yeah, exactly. And so no, it's been like nice to see people's faces, and everyone seems yeah, to be well. Exactly.
1: So that that's that's been really lovely. Wolves well, is seasoned, like you can sort of like concentrate on the league, and then you can maybe concentrate on this little sort of tournament situation. I think is that like, yeah, so
2: that's different, no, right? That's different. Yeah. The other thing that's different is that we've like not been playing since July and had loads of games and then played loads more games, right? that's now everyone's on, a, on an even keel. Well, bugs so we'll, we'll have been in the right? Europa League for like, like... Yeah? Like the- a year? <laughs> <laughs> it's a year? It's, like, it's probably 11 months or something, but wow.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, by the time it comes round to whatever they play the rest of these games, you will absolutely have been in the thing for like,
2: well, like 12 months, won't you? I, really- I hope so. We, we, I, I had an insight into what we're going into. The la- I think the last game, one of the last games played before the lockdown and the, like, the postponement of everything was uh, Europa League. Wolves went, went to Olympiacos empty stadium which is it's like a like going there is a tough gig when the fans are there and they're in your face but it's empty got a 1-1 draw away away goal so so that's going to have to conclude and then it goes to the tournament but it was it was weird to watch so
1: are you choosing from a, a like a fully fit squad um for the rest of the season or you know? Yeah, I don't. I don't
2: see any injury, injury updates I don't know. And I obviously I'm tuned into all of that. I'm just excited to um, to get going again. Yeah. And and hope that we can get going on the front foot and at, yeah. at a jog slash run at least, right? We don't want a walking start to this. It's not. You break it into three sets of three games. You've got a. We've got yeah. Chelsea away, last game of the season. We need. We need. But we've got a decent set of games. I don't. I I, I think we've got a chance and then we wait for what happens to Man City and we'll see. But there's going to be teams that were crap that are going to be now a lot better because they've had a break and they're back and they can reset. So I think it's it's going to be interesting. It's certainly going to be unique. Definitely.
1: I think you can number like Spurs and Arsenal will have benefited from this break because Arteta will have kind of had a good go at their squad. And Spurs have got a whole bunch of players back that were injured. So, like you say, it's like a sprint, isn't it, for like, like this uh, these uh, European places. And someone's going to be really, really upset, I think, by the end of it. But,
2: um, I think it's going to be interesting. I think Sheffield United might suffer. I think we might benefit at home, certainly, because we've got a style away that when we're at home now, the fans aren't there, and like shit as that is to say that pressures away so you can kind of play your game a little bit more. Yeah. yeah so that's a, that's a that's a viewpoint I read about earlier today, and I was like, that's interesting.
1: Well, fantastic. Well, and thank you, James. I appreciate you uh, taking your time out of your busy schedule to, uh, to speak with you're, us.
2: You're always well. It's nice to be back. <laughs> <laughs> th- thanks for having me back as well. Oh, my God. Yeah, that, no. was a, that was a roll of a dice, but well done. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect, mate. Up the walls. See you soon.
1: Alrighty. Yeah. Cheers. Take care.
2: here's Chris
6: of the San Diego Foxes. Hi, hi. Hi, Chris. How are you doing? Hey, how's it going, mate? Not too bad. Not too bad at all. Good to see you. Yeah. How's it all going? Yeah, not bad.
1: Not bad at all. Just uh, keeping it out of arms way. So that's good. How about yourself?
6: Exactly the same. I haven't caught it yet. It's been a crazy, been a crazy few weeks. Yeah, no kidding. But uh, yeah,
1: we've got the footy back. So that's
6: good. Or is it? I don't know. I'm kind of
1: <laughs> you yeah. I you know what? I'm declare we declare on th- in third place.
6: That sort of, it, yeah. yeah. It kind. Of, it feels like it, well, it. feels to me like a brand new season starting. So I go in with that typical kind of Leicester fan mentality, where I'm ninety percent excited, but ten percent of me has that fear and trepidation. It's right. just like the opening day of the season, because if there's one thing about Leicester, it's that. We're never going to just follow the status quo. We're never going to follow the norm. It's going to be an eventful ride. I can guarantee you that if you, you give me third place now, I'll take your hand. I'll bite it off but <laughs> I think there's going to be some ups and downs. Have you be... had a look
1: at your um, fixtures and and like where the points are coming from and all that sort of thing or are you Yes, yeah, with... so I
6: think one well when we first started when we first All the way back in August, when we looked at the the fixture list, I think one of the things that we were kind of concerned about was how heavy on the back end we were against some of the big sides. So we still have United, Tottenham, Arsenal all to play. Now with the kind of empty stadiums and what we've seen in the Bundesliga, it's a little bit bit less daunting because I don't necessarily know if the home advantage means anything now. It's, it's still going to be really tough. Um, I mean, Watford on Saturday isn't an easy gimme at this moment in time. I mean, Pearson's now had, what, eight weeks to plan against his old side. So you can yeah. expect something yeah. from him as well. So in terms of the running, it's not going to be easy. We've got some big games, but hopefully with that, it means we'll get some kind of nice-to-hour kick-offs because we're at we're 4.30 on Saturday morning. Ugh. And I just don't want that to be the norm for the rest of the season.
1: Yeah, that's that's miserable. That after waiting all this time, that you have to get up at the crack of bloody dawn to. So, uh, yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah, uh, but are you choosing from a a, a a fit squad? Is everybody kind of as far as you know? Yeah,
6: so we've been pretty fortunate. Um, obviously, we lost Pereira um, at just before the break with an ACL. Um, and by all accounts, he's doing really well in his rehab. He won't be back for this season, but there is a strong hope that he'll be back in the first month of whenever the next season starts. Okay. Um, I think the break's done as well. It's it's allowed us to get Undidi and Vardy back to not Fitness. If you look at where we've struggled this year as a team, it's really been around Christmas. And around Christmas, I think it was a combination of us, the squad depth being not very good, so we were losing players through injuries because we just couldn't rotate the team. And I also think it was something along the lines of that we got trapped in the moment a lot of the time over the the over the over Christmas break. Um, we had Man City and Liverpool back to back and everybody was talking about, here comes Leicester, this is their chance to knock off Liverpool, knock off City. And I think the the moment got too big for us. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping that with a fit squad and kind of Brendan Rodgers at the helm, kind of keeping it organized and everyone in shape. I mean, we had no quarantine violations. We had no crazy stories. Um, you you, you didn't do a Tottenham. Tottenham. That's what you're saying.
1: Is what you're saying. No, we didn't do
6: a Tottenham. We didn't do a Tottenham. And we didn't do. A <laughs> so
1: that's all good. Um In terms of like Champions League, like I think yourself and Chelsea kind of felt like you were hanging on a little bit. At the, at the, when it all ended up. I mean, you got a good win the very last game of, of the whole thing.
6: Having having a the last thing that we did on the pitch was tank Villa is a good thing to have. I mean, we have a lot of young kids in our squad, so having that positive aspect of the last time we were there with we yeah. tank Villa 4-0, I think it's only a good thing. You're right about us hanging on. It did seem like that a little bit towards the back end before the break. Mm. Um, of course, United look really good at the end of this kind of the first half or three quarters of the season. So it'd be interesting to see if they push forward. Um, with respect to kind of the other teams around, I'd, it'd be interesting tomorrow night to see how Sheffield United do and how Arsenal do, in fact, because we have a little between us, San Diego Foxes. I think we did a little poll, and more of us are convinced that we're going to finish second than fourth. Whoa! <laughs> we, we there's there's a Bill is going around and Matt's going around um, with the mentality that City have nothing to play for. Ah. They're probably completely out of the... Well, out of the, the Champions League is over for them next year. They have the FA Cup. But really, if you're City, like, what do you have to play for? So it'll be interesting for us tomorrow night on Wednesday to see what, the, what sort of Man City turn up. And that, oh. I think, will give us a good metric about whether we can actually push for second as well. Interesting. How, uh, uh, do you know how many points you are behind City right now? I think it's... Four, but they have a game in hand, so it could go to seven if they win tomorrow. Wow, that's 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 big talk, is that second place? It's kind of wow, he must have got a good price in Vegas for that. I assume, Bill. But the Bluefoot drinks all on Bill if we finish in the Champions League <laughs> because he's got that many bets this way and that way for Leicester to finish in the top four. That half of us only want the season to finish so that Bill can get the first round in of Bluefoot when we're all back together. Excellent, that's that sounds great.
1: Brilliant. Well, I wish you the very best of luck for the rest of the season. Are you uh, trying to get together with uh, with people um, at all, or Zoom chats or things like that for the? Yeah, we've
6: been we've been doing um, Zoom chats between the San Diego Foxes kind of frequently, um, and we had uh, Rod actually turn up for like ten minutes on one of them, which was great to see him. Special guest. Uh, probably not this weekend, just because it's an early kickoff. I think some of us have some of I think have coped with quarantine a little bit better than others. Um, Bill has developed a fascination for like a new author, so he keeps telling us about all these books he's reading. Okay. So I think he's got to a point now where he needs the football back because he's <laughs> starting to pass these literary things to us. Like,
1: oh, that's good. Okay, well, it'd be great to see everybody once uh, we're able to do so.
6: Best of luck. You too, mate. Thanks um, a lot we- for letting you on the pod, for letting me on the podcast. I love it. I listen to every- listen to you guys every week, and I mean, <laughs> I love you for that. Thank you. Hopefully, and, and yeah. hopefully we'll be celebrating a third place
1: finish. Yeah. it's a like, second place with a rocket.
6: Yeah. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> no problem uh, at all. Hopefully, uh, hopefully I'll see you soon face to face.
1: All right. Thank you again to all of those people that were willing to give up their time uh, for, to do that. It was really lovely to see everybody. And uh, yeah, I look forward at some point to be able to meet them in actual person with a pint. Hopefully in the Bluefoots at some some stage or other. So. One
0: day, Paul, one day.
1: <laughs> Indeed, yeah. No, it was it was lovely. And yeah, cool. again. Following on from that, we'll have a look at the, the games that are coming up. And they start on Friday with your uh, Tottenham Hotspur. Yes. Big game. Home to
0: Manchester United. Um we got to win eight of our last night. We've got to win eight, sorry. I'm getting all excited then. I was like spinning off. Uh, no, we've got to win at least eight of our last nine games. I have any hope of Champions League. This break, for me, came at the right time. Yeah. top because we had no team. We lost six. I think we, we were, um, we hadn't won in, like the last six games. Kicked out of the FA Cup, kicked out of Europe, languishing in eighth, And um, now we've got a full squad. So. Okay. And, and
1: then, like you earlier. Harry's back, so that's uh,
0: good, yeah, totally. So uh, it'd be interesting to see how him. The Celso was obviously playing, he was about our only really bright spark actually mm-hmm. before the break. And um, it'd be interesting to see how he plays with him. We've got Ndembele coming back, we got Begwin. we got Suzoko. It's like yay! But then Deli Ali gets a one game suspension. So
1: Man-, Man United, I think they, they're they choosing from a full squad. I think Pogba's back,
0: oh, whether he'll play or not, I don't know. But they and him and uh Fernandez playing together could be potentially,
1: yeah, I wonder a- if that might be the. The thing that keeps Pogba at the club, someone that he can uh, yeah, sort of vibe off in midfield, and uh, but that's that's a cracking game, isn't it? Like, and oh, uh,
0: what a game to come back to, yeah, totally. Yeah. No, even as a neutral, it's like a cracking game, you're right. Yeah. But uh, I'd be interested to see if he um plays Pogba
1: because yeah. they were doing really well
0: before this break united, and um,
4: yeah,
0: yeah, he might upset the old balance a little bit because
1: Matic, I think it was Matic,
0: Fernandez, with, with um, was
1: playing well as well, as not
0: Yeah, they did the double over City before the break. And um, I think before that game, we have Norwich against Southampton, which is a bit of a dead rubber because Norwich are going down. Yeah. Uh, Southampton are probably safe.
1: I suppose, so. I mean, yeah, both, as Andy Townsend would say, in and around the relegation zone. So, yeah, uh, Southampton probably are safe, really, but maybe they'll want a few more points to confirm that. Then Saturday for our um, Foxes, uh, it's an early start. They're away at Watford, and uh, that's a previous manager. In fact, the manager that kept them up the right. year uh, before they won the thing. So, uh, he knows what uh, what he's doing when it comes to uh, keeping teams up in, in the division. So, they'll, they'll not uh, be too enamoured with that trip, I don't think. You know, it's Watford. So, the, the, they've, they've got to got to think that they might get something out of this game. Eh?
0: And Leicester had a little bit of... Um, they weren't in great form before this break, Leicester. They need to get some, you know, they need to well, start with a win, obviously, to um, cement that place in the top four, really. Yeah. So, I just heard from
1: Chris, yeah, that I think they've got Indeedy back, and um, okay. and they weren't playing well, they, they, and I think this break came at the right time. Also, I think that probably Leicester maybe didn't want the season to step up again. I think they would have absolutely 100% have got, uh, yeah. Yeah, they the, would have
0: taken that, wouldn't they? They absolutely. would have taken definitely. Right?
1: Um, and then at seven o'clock, we've got... Brighton and Hove Albion hosting um, our Arsenal. And uh, yeah, who knows now? Quarter blinding.
0: This is a big game as well because Brighton are in a terrible run of form before the break. So they're pretty odds on to go down if they don't start winning some games. Well, obviously, they're odds on to go down if they don't start winning some games. But they need a win here. But Arsenal
1: obviously needs to bounce back with a win.
0: And um, I can't call this game.
1: I think he just needs to pick his right team, doesn't he? I think pick some players that uh, might score some goals, I think.
0: Right. I'm I'm looking forward to watching it, actually, because I want to see where it goes this game. So, I'll definitely be up for that one.
1: I know James is excited about Wolves away at West Ham. That's at 9.30. They're all different time slots, these. So, you get to watch four games in a row. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Wolves. West Ham. West
0: Ham were playing well before the break. Again. (laughs) It's like Moises had turned around, because they went to Anfield, I think, and they put on a great show against Liverpool.
1: Moyes, yeah, weaving his uh, managerial magic. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, we've got Palace, Bournemouth, uh, the late game on Saturday, 11.45. I think that's on gold, actually. I don't think it's actually being shown on any of this.
0: on gold. That's the one game that's on gold,
1: actually, yeah. yeah. I can't really muster an opinion, I have to say, on that. But,
0: uh, oh, no, Bournemouth need to win. yada 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 <laughs> I think Palace are pretty safe.
1: Yeah, it feels like a like a one all draw, like written all over it. That, that game Sunday, eight o'clock. Newcastle host Sheffield United. Again, who knows? With Newcastle, they could show up and absolutely somebody, yeah, yeah. or just be absolutely abject.
0: Maybe Sheffield United will score and get actually give them the goal as well. That'd be nice. I'm sure they'd appreciate that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> nice game on the on Sunday. It's at ten fifteen a.m., which is unusual time. Um, that is Villa versus Chelsea, um, and uh, as we just heard from Simon, they've got a bit of a, a rough run in, and this is one of them. At least it's at home, I guess. Whether that makes any difference these days or not, I don't know. They need to start winning soon, don't they? Uh,
0: and this is not a game that's easy to win either, is it? With Chelsea battling to get into, well, they're in the top four, Chelsea, so they'll be
1: looking to cement. Although Chelsea were like. Struggling as well, I think. Really, weren't they?
0: They were struggling a little bit. Yeah, they they run out of gas a little bit.
1: Finally, on Sunday, eleven o'clock in the morning, it's the Merseyside Derby.
0: Yeah, thanks to Manchester City, Liverpool won't be able to win the title on Merseyside. So, <laughs> I think yeah. the police are quite happy with that.
1: Oh, I, yeah. Actually, that, that that reminds me. Did anybody was was there anybody outside the grounds? Um, did anybody report? I've heard but, nothing. Okay. Oh, all right. Well, that's that's, that's yeah. decent signs. I think They're all
0: in the Primark, Paul.
1: Oh, kind of desperate for that three pound undies then on Monday this is the final game of this round of fixtures, Manchester City are at home to Burnley I mean they looked in pretty decent form didn't they really, I can see them maybe rotating the squad out yeah, um, sure. especially in view of the Champions League competition yeah. which we haven't mentioned that, that's going to be at the end of the season like a so I, I I can't see City being too either about you know, putting a full team against Burnley so maybe that might be to their advantage I don't know uh, and then there's a, a, a sort of round of mid-week games uh, Leicester play Brighton uh, and Tottenham play West Ham um, <laughs> then on Wednesday Manchester United play Sheffield United uh, oh. Newcastle play Villa that's I mean the Villa have got to win that haven't they I think that's a must-win game
0: yeah they've got to get something out of the Chelsea game first but that is a must-win three points they don't win that game, they're down.
1: I think, uh, yeah, it's getting a little bit desperate, innit? If they don't. It's yeah,
0: desperate now, yeah. It looks alright if they don't in patches, so, you know, I don't know. Okay.
1: Norwich, they're at home to Everton, and then Wolves are at home to Bournemouth. So, um, we just heard from James as well about the idea of that not having the pressure of home fans and the idea of maybe playing a little bit on the break at home more as well. I think that was an interesting point. So, I don't feel like they have to kind of be the aggressors so much yeah. at home maybe so that was yeah interesting and then on, uh, finally on Wednesday uh, Liverpool versus Palace which again could be a, a title decider
0: potential uh, title game for sure
1: yeah and that was the game against Palace when yes. they were last in contention for the, for the title that they really slipped up didn't
0: they 3-0 up wasn't
1: they 3-0 up and I think they drew was it 3 all? Three through, yeah and uh, yeah that was, that was pretty much all well, he wrote for that season Thursday, and this is the final uh, day of this round of games, Burnley uh, play Watford at Southampton, at home to Arsenal. Oof. Arsenal have got some good games. Like, I mean, they, they should be winning. Like,
0: I don't see them winning that game at all. I think Southampton
1: little They should be winning those games
0: They should be winning them games But um, the game I'm most looking forward to Is Man City against Chelsea, well, Chelsea Hosting Manchester City Hopefully Manchester City can do
1: All the top four chasing teams a favour By uh, beating Chelsea That'll be an interesting game Yeah, like you say It's uh, oh. two top teams And uh, yeah, on a Thursday <laughs> so, wow, I know, right? <laughs> yeah, it's football all, all the way now till, All uh, the way Yeah Cool. Um, and also I should mention Bundesliga, although these are pretty much dead rubbers right now, but Bayern Munich and um, Borussia Dortmund both play at 6 o'clock, or 6.30 rather, on Saturday. Uh, Bayern Munich are at home to Freiburg. and
0: are you uh, sure 3-0 United on your prediction? <laughs> the
1: <That's tough. laughs> Wow, all right. right. Really? <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get Sorry. to that in a moment.
0: I, why, why not picked up on that? I've looked at these as well. <laughs> wow!
6: Flaming well, uh, Arsenal. I'll, I'll, I'll
1: deserve I'll, to go down this week. <laughs> sorry, I'm going to continue regardless. Whoa, uh, brilliant. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I'll be Leipzig there at home to uh, Borussia Dortmund. Anyway, well, so you were saying? You were saying? Uh, should we move on to any other? We go on to the predictions for the week. <laughs> <laughs> <Do that. laughs> Oh, I hope
0: I beat you this week.
1: <laughs> uh, all right. Well, okay. Um as you may have heard, we we've, we've got the predictor game back. Yay! So the real reason the season is back is so that we can complete this. Oh. And uh, yeah. So you might have heard that uh, I've some uh, apparently controversial opinions about the, the Spurs Man United game next to tomorrow.
0: Unbelievable.
1: <laughs> all right.
0: Bloody yeah. hell.
1: <laughs> That's The first game that we're going to look at is Spurs versus Manchester United. Do you have any nice things to say about our listener picker this week? Oh yeah, it's my uh, my darling wife Nicole. Yes, yeah, so thank you, Nicole. I appreciate. Yeah, thank you, Nicole, for that one for doing this. And uh, Nicole has gone two all in this game, Spurs Manchester United, and I've gone kind of predict- annoyed
0: actually because she predicted yesterday's games as well, and she actually got. Both results, if I'm oh. right, because she said 1-1 one, one and 3-1.
1: Okay, so good form going into the, uh, the prediction yeah. game this week. That's good. All right, then. Well, let's have it then. What's your Spurs United uh, pick then? 3-1. Three 3-1. One. Three one, top, top, top
0: number.
1: One. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see. Because uh, Nicole has gone 2 it, so We've got a spread there of uh, the results, so that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, Brighton, they host Arsenal. Nicole has gone a 1-0 win. For Arsenal
4: Ooh,
1: one, one. <laughs> and I've gone 3-0 I mean in retrospect that is a horrible call but that's what I'm doing but anyway you know maybe maybe they'll be furious at their performance uh, uh, <laughs> yesterday so 3-0 Arsenal for me. How about yourself? 1-1. One, one, one. Manchester City at home to Burnley Nicole has gone 3-0 to City I've gone 4-0 to City. 3-0. No. Villa versus Chelsea Nicole has gone two uh, one to Chelsea in this one. I've gone four one to Chelsea.
0: Two nil Chelsea.
1: West Ham, um at home to Wolves. Nicole has gone for a three one win for uh those Wolves. I've gone a three nil for Wolves here. Two nil West Ham. Two nil two nil West Ham. Oh hello. Hello. Are you gonna be welcome at the Fresh Waters if
0: uh,
1: <laughs> uh,
0: it? I can't okay? I, I think it's going to be 2-0 West Ham. I think West Ham need to the win. They're battling the relegation. And I think, yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah, just saying. Just yep. <laughs> I know where my bread's buttered. That's all.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, mate. Play to the crowd, we will. I am the voice of reason, people. 3-0 no Manchester United. Oh, my days. All right.
1: Unbelievable. <laughs>
0: so on, Everton, Liverpool.
1: Merseyside derby, yeah. Uh, nicole has gone uh, 3-1 to Liverpool. I've gone 5-1 to Liverpool. 2-1
0: Everton. 2-1 Everton?
2: Oh, my goodness. Wow. And you,
1: yeah, you're yeah, you throwing around results like 3-0 to United.
0: I've been waiting for a long time. I've got a funny feeling Liverpool are going to throw this title away.
2: Oh, wow. Okay.
1: So I
0: also you... will make another prediction that Chelsea and Leicester will drop out of top four and Manchester United and Spurs will get Champions League.
1: Oh, hello. See? There you go. See? The self-proclaimed voice of reason.
6: <laughs> uh,
1: Watford versus Leicester. Uh, Nicole has gone for a 2-0 win for Leicester in this one. I've gone for a 3-1 win for Leicester. 2-1 Watford. 2-1. Wow, I tell you a lot. Just throwing it away. Like a... <laughs> we'll see you next week, everybody. <laughs>
5: yeah.
1: How uh, fun. All right, brilliant stuff. Well, the Premier League is back yeah we'll, we'll round off i think with that um the trivia night now has moved to tuesdays at seven o'clock cool. Um we continue to do it weekly um but you know once everything's back to normal probably revert to maybe a monthly thing if you go okay. on to the san diego epl supporters group on facebook uh, there'll be a link appear there that you can follow along and, and and get involved in the quiz it's really fun um paul and marissa put a lot of work into it and so it's uh, yeah it's a fun little hour and a bit and uh have you, anything that uh, you want to round off with at all? Anything? I don't think so. There's no sort
0: of confirmed date for the blue foot opening. So I think okay. sensibly as well, they're holding back a little bit. As sure. are the bars doing a little bit. They're sort of let's just see where this
1: is going, shall yeah. we? I think and, they've uh, sent, they sent the red shirts in first, haven't they? And then see what happens. Yeah,
0: let's see how everything happens. Yeah, the zoo opens on Saturday.
1: So. I saw that they got like the members uh, were allowed to go in the last couple of days. I think is that right?
0: Yeah, we, we actually went in on Saturday and it was, it was like having a zoo to yourself, actually. It was quite lovely. So, Thanks.
1: Lovely. Well, there you go. That's a little bit of uh, normality returning, which is a, yeah. a, a flavour of uh, life in San Diego. Totally. Uh, get in contact, footyfromthefoot at gmail.com, especially like our opinions about Arsenal and where you think that that's all headed. At um, Footy From Foot on all the social media outlets. Uh, again, suggestions for future talking points as well, especially well received. Thank you. Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, and now Overcast as well for all your previous podcasts. And thank you to those people who have uh, reviewed and uh, and subscribed. Thanks again. Um, if you're so inclined, tell some friends as well about what we're doing here. Thank you to my pal, David Sankster, for our theme tune and the outro that you're about to hear. Give him a follow-on at one in 20 Parkinsons, And uh, you can continue to show your appreciation for bartenders, at uh, bluefootbar.com where you can tip virtually and you can still buy your t-shirts as well. And I think that's about it. Thank you, dear listener. And let's do this again next Thursday. Bye. Happy days. That predicted, us. that's
0: amazing. (laughs) <laughs> Unbelievable. Bye <Bubble. laughs> <laughs> See you then. Take, Take care. care.